0: If you are close to anywhere Or know Michael Eric Dyson Do me the biggest favor And somebody please take his phone From him What in the hell Was Michael Eric Dyson talking About when he made His video caping for Gail King and Oprah what in the Hell was Dyson Talking about I'm going to play some excerpts from the video he made. And look, I just want to say this to the family. Just because they put these Negroes up in front of you, you have to always ask yourself when somebody opened their mouth to speak on the subject. Who are you speaking for? And who are you speaking to? Who is Michael Eric Dyson? Who is his audience? I don't know. And for a minute, I thought this video was gonna be hard to make because I know, you know, I'm from Detroit, and Dyson is from Detroit, but he's not really from Detroit. I mean, we, I'm from the city, city. He ain't. Many of us that we, these guys, be from these suburbs. The dude is from Bloomfield Hills, but nobody knows Bloomfield Hills. That's what. That's where the Negroes that got money at. That's where they live at. But since nobody knows that, they just say I'm from Detroit. And it kind of gives these guys some validity because you say, okay, he's from the city. But when you but people from the city, no, we know this guy's not from the city. Right? Let me play some of the the video that he made as he was caping for the elite, Gail King and Oprah Winfrey. Let me just play you some of the video that he made. And mourn
1: him to this day. I knew him well. We had a tremendous relationship and friendship. The last game he played in Washington, D.C., I was there and he gave me a profound and long hug that is captured on video. What the hell? (laughs) I wrote the essay in Slam Magazine, the cover story on Kobe Bryant, when he retired, calling him the
0: best. So right off the bat, this dude dude is nuts. This dude, Kobe gave him a hug. He wrote an essay about Kobe and Slam Magazine, and this somehow, that means what? Family, if I know you and I love you, and you just pass away, and I make a nine-minute video about you, I'm going to, at very, at the very least, I'm going to acknowledge your wife. She just suffered a tremendous loss. The video's nine minutes long that this dude makes. We're not going to play the whole nine minutes. I'm going to just show you a couple of clips of where this guy stand. If you if you just passed away and you was a husband and I know you, I'm going to show compassion to the wife. Not only did she lose a husband, she lost a child as well. Now, managing speaking, he never brings this up. He talks about well. Let me show you what he's talking about. Let me let it go. Appreciate him, and more especially,
1: love what he did with his life after that horrendous event. In Colorado Many people Me included Believed Kobe Bryant when he said He did not rape that young lady And yet He apologized to her Because he recognized That though he thought it was a moment of consent She did not and instead of attempting to demonize her, there's a pivot. he owned up to his own complicity in a situation that led this young, young woman to believe that he had done something to her against her will. And in confessing his own apology, he did not
0: say that he raped her. He did not believe he. Hold on, family. Did you catch the word flip? Did you catch it? See, he's using buzzwords like owned up to it and it was a horrendous thing and he's confessing and so he's kind of i always use this phrase with some speakers to do they do the power suggesting the way he's made the pivot is almost as if see kobe was guilty and he got to prove his innocence somehow it was a horrendous time in colorado like horrendous he just got accused of something that was thrown away because the woman had five or six different strands of semen in a In her panties and she didn't want to take it no further because when they was doing when they was trying to prep her to take the stage or take the stand She just couldn't do it because the story wasn't matching up that kind of part. He got conveniently left that part out But see, let me say something about Detroit family. I I just want to make this clear, right? Because this is how Detroit worked. See in the conscious arena in the city of Detroit See Dyson is a man of a certain age that mean he would have had to make his bones in the 1990s somehow Right because there was a different energy floating around in the 90s, right? so let me show you 1990s detroit you either had to go to temple number one which is out of the nation of islam which is based out of finkel in wyoming right or you would have went to the lighthouse which was also owned by the nation of islam this was located on the west side of detroit on seven mile between like uh like oakfield and Fenmore. Right? The lighthouse, which is owned by the Nation of Islam. This is where the gods used to go, and people from the community that was very conscious used to go up and be with one another up there. Speak, have conversations. Now, if you wanted to be like a rapper at that time in the city, you had to go maybe like seven to eight blocks down to the hip hop shop. This is where the Royces Five Nines and the Slum Villages and the, um, you know, like the MMs of the world and the D12s used to go down there and freestyle and do battles. So, but up the block, was consciousness now outside of that because dyson has like this christian thing about him like he portrays this christian he got a theology degree at that time in detroit in the 90s the only place that was making strong men was a pastor he's no longer with us his name is uh peace be upon him his name was bishop bonner he was out east seven mile he had a church called solomon's temple at solomon's temple these was these bishop bonner was making strong black men. That went into the community. And you you would have somehow ran into him there. But he don't have a background at Solomon's Temple. Or he would have had to go to. What we call the shrine of a black Madonna. Where my big brother went. And I go down there from time to time. And then they were also. A Christian sect that was making strong black men. But see Dyson don't have no background there either. So where did this guy even come from? I'm just talking about the city of Detroit. See this guy shows you. Who its allegiance is to. And I just wanted to say this. I'm I'm just playing the dual video because of this. See you got to be very weary of these people that they put in front of our community. That we did not choose ourselves. We don't know this guy. Where do we know Dyson from? Where do you know Dyson from? Who is this audience? Where do you know him from? I know where I know him from. He wasn't in Detroit. And if you was in the who's who of Detroit. You went to either the Wyandons Church. Straight Gate church or Wayne T. Jackson church. That's Detroit in the nutshell in the 90s. That's it. We didn't pick this guy, Dyson. We know him through Tavis Smiley. See, Tavis Smiley brought him to us. See, we made Tavis Smiley. We made Dr. Cornel West. You know, we made the Stephen A. Smiths of the world and the Charlemagne the gods and uh, all these big personalities that you see now. Uh, big boy from California foolish them out of Detroit see we made these guys we don't know this guy you have to be careful of people that media is giving us we don't know we don't know Dyson it's the people that they're giving us is doing the strange shit we didn't we don't know Gail King she was given to us because her friend Oprah we don't know her who is Gail King audience it's a it's another it's a sister that's on one of these shows her name is Lonnie Love she just made a strange ass goddamn comment about black men and doing this when they got money with women and all this. But you got to ask yourself who is Lonnie Love? She's supposed to be from Detroit, too. Black female comedians? We don't know her. We know Adele Gibbons. We know some more. We know Monique. We know Tiffany. We made these comedians. We don't know her. How did Lonnie Love get a daytime show? How did she get ahead of some more? Be careful of these people that they put in front of you. Now, I'm going to let some some more of this and continue.
1: Therefore, in retrospect, that she did
0: and owned up to acknowledging the
1: horrendous consequences of what happened. Owned up And to. not only did he give an
0: apology, the
1: fuck? his life changed in the aftermath.
0: Let me go to the next part. I can't hear no. That dude is. The word choices that he's using, he's too smart to, he's too smart for that. This is him signaling to Gail and Oprah that he's riding with them, low-key. He's riding with them, family. He's he went on live not to cape to the black community because he has no connection with us. We don't know this guy. Again, he was brought to us by Ta- Tavis Smiley, our brother. He used to have something called the State of the Union. This is a pretty big platform. The State of the Union, Tavis Smiley. He brought Dyson on his platform. That's how we know of him. But he got a catch, though. See, what Dyson is doing for Gail and Oprah, see, he's pivoting away from the inner core of black community. He's pivoting to show his allegiance to the black elite in this video. He takes nine minutes to do that, family. The reason why he's doing that is because it's in his DNA. He did it before. See, he was running behind Tavis Smiley and Dr. Cornel West. You can't run behind Sharpton because Sharpton kind of like he got to get a check out of you. You know, we we, know we love Sharpton, too. But Sharpton kind of got a little money play. He from Harlem. He got you got to have like a little money play to deal with Reverend Al. Right. So he took a pivot because he. Tavis Smiley and Dr. Cornell West, see, they start to come out on Obama. And he turned and he went for the for sure thing. And the for sure thing is back in the Obamas. See what I'm saying? So now we had another crossroads where he knows what Gail King is. Listen to me, family. Let me just give you a scenario. Oprah come out of Chicago. The Obamas come out of Chicago, right? So let me paint a picture for you. Gail King is Oprah's friends. They all hang around with that Chicago elite. Now, we just seen the Obamas where the Obamas, last time they really hit T V big, they was at uh President uh H. W. Bush's funeral, right? They there with President Bush and they you know, they got the little thing, they passing the peppermints, you know, all that old kind of shit with uh our beautiful sister Michelle and you know, so and Pre- Ex-President Bush, but they're there for his father's passing. Now, if Gail King sat in front of Michelle Obama, you think she's going to say, Yeah, uh, yeah, Michelle, you know, uh, we've seen you guys at the funeral for, um, you know, Ex-President H.W. Bush, and uh, we've we seen that you there. But let me ask you this, Michelle. Did you feel a little out of the way for being at that funeral, knowing that uh, Ex-President H.W. Bush was accused of sexual assault eight or nine times in his life? Did that make you feel a little weird about being there? Because we know that President Bush, not W, but we know W's father was accused of sexual assault like eight or nine times in his life. She would have never brought that shit up. She would have never brought that shit up. Talking about journalistic integrity, she wouldn't even ask that question. An association question? You're associated with this person, so I'm going to ask you about another person? lisa Leslie is associated with kobe in friendship so i'm gonna ask you about some sexual ass- you wouldn't you wouldn't ask obama no shit like that about because they're close to the bushes you wouldn't ask him no shit about that you want to ask about george w he was accused of being on cocaine and hitting the young lady in texas and you want to ask them no shit like that see she only do this with our people but we didn't pick her let me let it keep going
1: that in public as well and then he went on to have four daughters with her
0: and to. now let me go ahead i mean, i gotta go to the next one i can't hit i don't want to hear that shit
1: outrage by black celebrities and stars against the young white woman reporter from the washington post who didn't simply ask a question about Kobe bryant's um time in colorado and the horrendous situation that occurred she released a an article right or reposted an article that talked about Kobe Bryant as actually having committed this particular crime for which there was no legal uh finding because uh, after 14 14-
0: wow wow where was the community at when this white girl reposted this article about saying this and that about Kobe did you notice did you notice what he called her? The white girl? We don't know her. In fact, you tried to make that point in your video. You don't know her. You didn't even call her by name. You said white girl. What do we care? And then our community, man, we know we don't expect much from them people anyway, bro. We don't we're not expecting for one of our greats to something after one of our greats, and Rush Limbaugh has something nice to say, or Sean Hannity got something nice to say, or <laughs> we're not looking for. We're not looking for that, bro. He knows that. But it wasn't any old white girl It was a nobody. Now, I will say this, though. It was a comedian that had some jokes when Kobe passed away and his beautiful daughter. But guess what? That comedian, they had to play it off like, uh, yeah, man, his agency had to drop him. Nah, he couldn't come back to California. That's what happened. In fact. He couldn't do no shows in no inner city, no goddamn where no more. Pookie, and them gonna be waiting outside. They they want to hear you say it again in front of them. They want to hear you say that shit again, standing in front of them. That's why the agency dropped them. They didn't drop him because they were trying to, you know, distance themselves from him. They had nowhere to book him because everywhere he went, he got a death threat. He couldn't go back. All his dates in California stopped immediately. Immediately. Well, so? What is he talking about? He's just caping for Oprah Winfrey, man, and gail for the power elite. Black people, beware of these Negroes that they putting in front of us, man. We didn't make these people, man. Who are these people, man? What he go? He go the best part. He go the best part. I gotta let you hear this part. He go the best part view and that uh, her own company may have deserved
1: her by only presenting that but here's the point i want to make that for gail king and oprah winfrey who have done far more good for black people than harm what oprah winfrey has been assaulted as well oprah winfrey as a journalist must be held to account as well as she is willing to admit she changed her mind about participation in the Russell Simmons documentary Uh, she opened her own understanding of American Dirt the novel that was produced and said I got it wrong and so let me bring in people who are critical of some of the moments in American Dirt and the impetus of a white woman to write about indigenous experiences and Latinx experiences in a way that is not profound and complicated and nuanced and therefore is willing to say let me change my mind and engage those people as well. So you can have legitimate critiques of Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. You can legitimately ask them, what about their uh, viewpoints about Harvey Weinstein and uh, Al Franken and Charlie Rose versus a Kobe Bryant, right? That's a legitimate critique. What is not legitimate is to, in a vicious sense, assault them. This cancel culture has to be ended, has to itself be
0: canceled. The cancel culture has to be ended because it involves Gail and Oprah? (laughs) Here go the best part though, here go the
1: best part. All the good that Oprah Winfrey has done, I have seen her in the home of Susan Taylor take pictures for two hours straight. When Susan wanted to cut it off after an hour, thinking that Oprah would be inundated and unfairly treated and Oprah insisted I will take every picture with every black woman and man who stands in line to see me and she she <laughs> dismissed them from group. She said, No, you must have your individual picture. She has given millions of dollars to young black men in Chicago. Wow. She has supported many young black men in education at Morehouse College. So to reduce the complexity
0: and new- I, I can't listen to no more to this shit, man. I can't listen to somebody caping for rich elite black folks because they didn't stop and took pictures with Negroes we know Trump took pictures with Negroes too right so we just can't be caping for Oprah because she. I just can't listen to no more of that shit she didn't gave look, as much money as she gave the black folks she didn't gave Negroes millions of dollars damn bro chill out baby we thank all of our elites We thank all of our black greats for providing resources to our people. But resources doesn't mean love, bro. Come on, man. You know better than that. Donald Sterling gave Negroes millions of dollars. What the shit? the hell does that mean? (laughs) Donald Sterling gave Negroes... I'm going to say it again. Donald Sterling gave Negroes millions of dollars, beloved. What does that mean? He loved our people? These NFL owners these nba owners these owners of these companies and they give our people they give Negroes millions of dollars all the time you think they love our people because they do that and we love and respect the fact that they do do it but i'm just saying is watch this guy man we didn't put this guy in position keep your eye on him beloved because uh, you know uh uh, I have seen her in the house and, and she been giving y'all Negroes extra chillings And extra corns Y'all got to get rid of this castle coaster <laughs> Our people are slaves man Our people are slaves Peace and black power man Until next time man I just wanted to share something with you man Just put some different energy out in the atmosphere Those guys that we didn't put in a position We got to watch them family We got to watch them and we got to keep our eye on them Alright until next time, man, this Big VJ, man. I get it with y'all later. Peace.